Welcome to That's My Personal Business, where we are pulling back the curtain on all things personal, all things business, and all things in between. Every Monday, we're hopping into your headphones to help you skip the learning curve by hearing from industry professionals, including myself. I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach who now gets to lead hundreds of creative entrepreneurs in building lives of artistic growth, wealth, and freedom. And now it's time for you to do the same. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How are you? October, the second week. I don't know where all of you live. I actually could probably look up the demographics, but here in New York, it is like 80 degrees. It was chilly for a second. I was so excited. I unpacked all of my winter clothes over eager. I get it, but I did. And they are now just strewn all over my couch because it's too hot to wear them, but it's too hot to also pack away my summer clothes now. So that's where I'm at. I'm still wearing jeans and jackets attempting to just manifest some semblance of fall. But right now, no, my AC has been on for the last couple days. And I went to the beach yesterday in October. So wild times all around. I'm excited for the day that I get to bring out my jackets, which is truly just the best time of year for me. I might even do it today, even though it's literally way too hot. But anyway, it's October. It is officially fourth quarter, which I love fourth quarter. I if you haven't heard me talk about it before, I love the Clifton Strengths test. I recommend everyone takes it. It's like $50, but well worth it. And what it does is it tells you like your your personality, think of it like a personality test, but for work. And it writes out like the ways that you can use those strengths in a work setting. And my top five, it, within my top five is competition, which I'm an incredibly competitive person. And it never crossed my mind to bring that into work because what immediately comes to mind is like how like competing against other people. And I don't want to do that with work. I want to stay in my lane. That's literally the antithesis of, you know, everything I talk about when it comes to being your own person, being your own business, being your own brand. Um, But one of the best things I ever did was take that test, realize competitions within my top five out of a hundred. Everyone I've ever met has competition in like the last, the last five. Um, But I'm very competitive. And so one of the things that I found works really well for me and my business is setting up ways to basically compete against myself. So we track every month, like how much we've made, how much each subject or course or payment has made um, within our business. We compare it to last year. Um, And it's really helpful for me to be like, how can I beat out (laughs) past Eden. And so there's something about fourth quarter that I love because it's like, it's my last shot. Like as someone that procrastinates and does things last minute, fourth quarter is my jam. This is my time to shine. This is when I'm like, oh, hold on. I haven't, you know, maybe met all the goals that I wanted this year and I haven't beat out past Eden yet. Like let's let's fucking go. Like it's time. It's it's happening. So that is fourth quarter to me. I love fourth quarter. It is like my chance to really hustle. I love the seasons changing. We are slowly but surely approaching Sagittarius season, which that is truly just my time to shine. So I'm feeling good. I'm on the up and up. Um, I think I told you guys on a previous episode. I can't remember, but mental health has been a little bit weird lately. I started new meds, so I'm hopeful and excited that that's going to get me where I want to be. And I'm actually really excited because I think we're going to do a podcast episode soon with one of my incredible friends in the industry to kind of talk about navigating mental health when you're a creative entrepreneur and you own your own business because it is it's a lot. So look forward to that. That's going to be coming soon because I this has been a really difficult season of my mental health and changing meds again. If you've ever changed meds, you know it's an actual nightmare. Um, and 
you know, I still have to run my business. I have to help my team. I have to do things. So we're going to do a whole podcast on that because I think it's something that everyone can benefit from. And we haven't really actively talked about mental health since like the beginning of the podcast. I think it was like my second episode. I talked about like having social anxiety. Um, we haven't really done an episode on like depression (laughs) and like navigating lots of mental health things. So Anyway, that's coming up. That was kind of a tangent, but yeah, that's kind of what's going on now. My sister's in town. We are training her up on shooting weddings because in case you missed it, I am starting to take weddings again. I personally will only be taking a couple, um, but we're building out the team. And so my sister will be shooting under me, which I'm incredibly excited about. So so excited. We finally have like the new website live, which is just love.edenstrader.com. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. We're finally like shooting again. I'm finally shooting again. I was hopeful that the day would come that I was really, really excited about weddings and shooting again. And I'm just happy that it did. I'm happy I gave myself the time I needed to take a step back. Um, I never want to do it full time again, but I'm excited that we're going to just be dipping our toes into it. So I think that's all the updates for now. It is October. So as you guys know, we are talking about building CEO level businesses, which I'm incredibly excited about. And so today we are talking about systems. Systems I'm a little slut for systems. I'm not going to lie. I love them. I think they get such a bad rap because it's one of those quote unquote businessy things that creatives love to avoid, right? Like how many times have you or someone you loved said the like phrase, I'm just not good at the businessy side of things. I'm an artist, right? So many people stick in that lane without realizing that systems and automations and strategy, all of those things are how you free up more time to be an artist and how you have more artistic freedom and control. And so they're so integral to us being an artist who can thrive and earn good money and pay for our rent and beyond, because without them, we would just be working and burning the midnight oil 24-7. So today we're talking about systems in honor of system strategy and soul being back open, which if you've never heard of SSS, it is our biggest, baddest course. It is literally like a full day VIP day slash like DIY becoming program. If you are someone that's like, I don't want to put away all the money for a full coaching program right now, but like I need to get my business in order and run it like a CEO, SSS is for you. It is the only course that I know of on the market that teaches systems, strategy, and soul-led branding in such an extensive way and a cohesive way. And so there are so many modules within it. If you go to the sales page, which we'll link for you below, you can walk through every single thing that is covered. But really the intention with SSS is that you leave it with a completely new and improved business that runs at a CEO level. You know exactly what's going on. You know exactly what you need to do to move your business forward and meet your goals, both with your clients, with your marketing, with yourself, all of that good stuff. It is a beast of a course. So that is open for this month only. We only open it twice a year and there are year-long payment plans. So there's literally no reason to knock it in and keep scrambling to do your business. One of my favorite like reviews and feedback that we get on it is that people pay it back within like I don't know one booking because they're able to like and like quickly within a couple weeks or like a month because yes it's a more expensive course but like you're going to free up so much time to either book more jobs have more free time both and so people are able to pay it back like immediately because it's such a tangible and actionable course so 
links for all of that are down below. But obviously, we are going to talk about CEO level businesses this month with SSS being back open. And obviously, today we're going to talk about systems so that you can basically get insight into one, what we teach in there, but also have a tangible way to move your business forward today after listening to today's podcast episode. So we're going to go ahead and dive in. We're going to be talking mindset systems, automations, all of that good stuff. But as always, I feel like I've said as always 30 times already, you guys. Sorry. It's actually so annoying, but it is what it is. Please share on your stories, screenshot, tag your friends, share with your friends, leave us a review, subscribe. It truly means the world. It's how we're able to keep running the podcast. Um, it's actually like we did try to do paid ads for like two seconds and I hated it. And I was like, no, I'm so determined to keep this a free asset where we don't do ads so that you guys don't have to listen to ads. But in order to do that, we have to keep the podcast, you know, growing, sharing, scaling. So every time you share it, it truly means the world. It's the reason we're able to keep doing the podcast because the podcast technically just costs us money. Um, so please share, leave us a review, all of that good stuff. It means the world. Thank you for being here. So let's talk systems. I want to start with two incredibly important mindset shifts before we get into systems. Otherwise, this will all be for naught. One is that there's no rush. Your business is a marathon, technically with no destination. Like we're just going on a fun little run. It's not a sprint. There is not like, this is not a 30 second sprint. This is not a one month sprint, one year sprint. No, this is a lifelong journey and there's no rush. And you have to release this pressure off yourself of like, I need to have a six-figure business tomorrow. I need to be earning a million dollars next week. I need to do this, 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 and this. I need to do everything Eden talks about today. No. That is the easiest and quickest way to set yourself up for failure. And you are going to burn out, hate your business, hate yourself, honestly, if you try to rush things within your business. Take it day by day. Please let go of this huge rush because point number two is that the only deadlines you truly have are the ones that you set with your clients and you're in charge of setting and communicating those. So at the end of the day, as long as you are meeting deadlines with your clients, you're good. I promise you, you can clock out and not post on Instagram today. Business is going to be just fine. Things are going to be just fine. Everything is okay. No one's going to pass away. Like everything's cool. I promise. The only deadlines that you need to meet are with your clients. So if you need to pause this for a second, let those two things sink in, please do. But everything that we're going to talk about is gonna just stress you out if you think you have to rush through it and get it all done today. I actually had this conversation recently with a coaching client that is getting started in education. And she was like, I just feel like you have all of these systems, all of these products. Like I feel so behind. She's launching her first product. And I was like, okay, hold on. You're seeing my business after I think the first passive course I launched, um, the biggest like first one was the artificial light course that was in 2019, that's four years ago. Um, before that I had launched the, the harsh light course. Actually, no, I think I had launched Pinterest before that too. Time is weird. Memory is weird. Anyway, I think it was like 2018, 2019 when I started launching passive income and like starting to take education seriously. That is like nearly, that's like five years ago, nearly six years ago. Like that is so much time that it has taken in order for me to have these systems set up and to earn the money in the way that I do. Like it takes a lot of time. And I remember when I got started seeing these huge names in the industry and just being like, what am I doing? I'm so behind. 
I wasn't. I was literally just on a normal human timeline comparing myself to people that had been doing it for years and years and years. So be conscious of the fact that like these things do take time and that's okay. That's beautiful in and of itself. You know, it's the, what's the cheesy quote? The little, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Or it's like, it's not about the view. I don't know. Never mind. I butchered this, but you get what I mean. It's not a rush. You're doing great. I promise. Okay. Now that we've got those things under control, we're going to start at the top. So as we start building systems in our business, we want to start using strategy. We want to start running our business like at a CEO level. We need to figure out what the goal actually is. What is success to you? And this should be twofold. One income. That's the natural one that everyone goes to, right? Like this is how much I want to earn. Okay. That's great. But like in comparison, number two, what do you want your personal life to look like? How much time off do you want? How often do you want to be in your business? How often do you want to be stressing about work or being actively involved in work? Right? Because it's like, you can earn six figures every year till the cows come home. But if you're working 90 hour weeks, that is not worth it at all. Right? So when I moved to New York city, this was a really big shift. I feel like I talk about how expensive New York is in every podcast episode. I'm actually starting to actively annoy myself, but sorry, it's the only thing that I can like, it's an example of so many things. Um, because I earn maybe a little bit more than I did when I lived in LA. Um, but I spent half of what I do here in LA. So I was saving money when I lived in LA. I was actively putting stuff in my savings account. And so when I moved to New York, I was like, okay, um, I'm probably willing to work a little bit more than I did in LA because that was during pandemic times. I wasn't working a ton. Um, you know, it's a very work heavy culture here. So I'm definitely willing to work more, but like, I still value my free time so much. You guys, like, you know, I try to take a lot of the summer off. I like to chill. I like to work when I want to work and not work when I don't want to work. And so I was like, I want to keep up the amount of money I'm earning, but like, I don't necessarily want to work more. And I do need to earn probably a little bit more just because it's so much more expensive here. So I'm not looking to, let's throw out a number of like, let's say I want to take home 200K. I'm not looking to double the amount that I'm working in order to do that. So like, if that's what I want to earn, that's great. But I need to have a second goal, which is the amount that I want my personal life and business to, you know, counteract each other. And I want you to like either say these out loud if you're driving, please don't write anything down if you're driving, but write it down if you're not driving. I want you to write out how much you want to earn, but actually how much you want to be working. Let's say you're a wedding vendor and you're like, I want to earn $100,000. If you're only shooting $2,000 weddings, that's 50 weddings. That's nearly double or that's, yeah, I'm like, that's a wedding every single weekend for basically the entire year. And that is so exhausting. You are going to crash and burn. So the reason we want to break down the income versus the time off and time commitment means that then we can look at that income and be like, okay, how many jobs do we need to book and how much do they need to be in order to not overtake that personal life commitment of, you know, taking off this many weekends or taking, making sure I only work these hours or making sure that I take this many vacations a year. So I want you to write both of these things down 
break down the income, break down what you want your personal life and personal time off to look like, and then be like, okay, how much do I need to be earning per month? Or maybe it's per job or however it works within your business. It's hard to give tangible examples that apply to everyone, but like wedding photographers for you, this would be like, how many weddings do I need to take a year? You know, if I only want to be working two weekends a month, then that looks like 24 weddings. And if I want to earn six figures, that means that they need to be like on average $4,000 packages, right? That's what I want you to break down. After that, this is what's going to help us as we navigate things like our marketing systems, our client experience, things like that, which we're going to go into each of those. But for now, I want you to just have these numbers next to you. The next thing that you're going to write out is everything that you do in your business. And I know you're like, there's a million things. I get it, but I'm telling you, you got to write it down. So I want you to write down everything that you do in your business from social media marketing to client emails, like literally write it down completely. I'm talking posting on stories, sending client questionnaires, sending contracts, building proposals, posting on Instagram, posting on Pinterest, blogging, everything, write every single thing down. The next thing that you're going to do is one, I want you to make a star next to something that is like often repeated. So maybe that's like sending proposals sending contracts, um, you know, blogging. Most of those things are going to be repeated, right? Um, But I want you to like star things that are like repeated pretty like blueprinty. Like it's almost the same thing every single time. Star those. Um, Because those are repetitions that are opportunities for automation. So let's say, for example, we notice that we are sending the same questionnaire to every client and we're, or we're at, maybe you don't even have questionnaires yet. You're like, every time I book a new client, I'm having to go back and forth with them to, you know, answer this question, this question, this question, or ask this question, this question, this question, or we spend several emails going back and forth to find a time that we can both hop on the phone. Those are opportunities for automations. Those can be schedulers. Those can be questionnaires that they fill out and we fill out on our, or we build on our CRM. Um, these can be email templates. These can be PDFs, right? Those are the things I want you to start because those are the things that we now get to simplify. So you're going to do that first and foremost, mark those little stars, take a pause, take a beat if you need. And then the next thing you're going to do is I want you to break down that list into things that have to be done daily, weekly, monthly, and then as needed. And let me give you, I'm going to give you some little examples. So for example, daily. I need to like answer my emails. Um, For me, I tried to every other day, like check my Marco Polos for my coaching clients. Um, I'm probably going to end up texting my team. Those are things that need to be done daily. Weekly, I need to prep for my coaching calls. I need to um, record the podcast. I need to blog. I need to schedule out Instagram. Monthly, I need to, you know, do my bookkeeping. I need to plan out the next month month or two of marketing and launches. I need to do our monthly marketing recap, right? So these are as needed would be things like doing my taxes, updating the website, things like that. So I want you to break those down into daily, weekly, and monthly because we want to have this very clear list of what actually needs to be done day by day so that you're not following into the entrepreneurial trap that is constantly feeling like you have an endless to-do list because you don't. Again, unless you have a client deadline, 
you don't have a deadline today. Like you, it's so easy. I had to have this pep talk with myself last night where I was like, there's always more work I could be doing, but it doesn't need to be done right now. And it's not going to make a difference if I do it today or if I do it tomorrow. So why don't I clock out? I've done everything that needs to be done today. I spend quality time with my friends and family. I'll come back a new and better person tomorrow. So you're going to have this list writing down what needs to be done daily, weekly, monthly as needed. So between these two lists of what we're doing, what can be automated, and now what has to be done daily, weekly, monthly as needed, we're able to start setting up structures within our businesses. And if you want, you can even separate these into, you know, like marketing daily, weekly, monthly, um, client process, whatever it may be. You can organize them however you see fit. But right now what you're looking at is an overhead of your business. Now you know what needs to be done daily, weekly, monthly as needed, which means you can put those things in the calendar. You can schedule those things out, especially the like weekly or monthly. And so that means that you don't have to every single day think of the 10 million things entrepreneurs do have to do at the end of the day and feel like that's all on your plate right now in this moment by EOD, right? You don't. It's so easy to fall into that trap. And so I want you to have this list so that you know every day, like I have done the things that need to be done today. Um, keep, you know, you're gonna infuse this list with your actual client contracts and deadlines, but then you're gonna know exactly what needs to be done in your business and when. And then looking at your list of what can we set up for an automation or a template, that's where we start moving into client experience. So let's talk first about client experience and then we're gonna talk about systems for marketing. So client process and systems. You have three types of systems within your client experience. You have pre-booking or pre-purchase, during booking or like during the experience and post. And now you have this list of what can be automated and how can I up-level this, right? Even we can go above and beyond and provide an even more up-leveled luxury, high-end um, service opportunity because we have these things already built out and automated. And I'll give you examples of that in a second. So here's some examples of things that we can do within our pre, during, and post experience and systems with our clients. One, email templates. Email templates, I feel like get a bad rap because people are like, I like I'm a personal business. I don't want people to think that they're like not getting to talk to me. Um, like I want it to still be personal. Okay, great. Yes, you absolutely can set up email templates, load them into your CRM and always mark them as approval needed. So for example, if you fill out, you're getting married, you fill out a wedding inquiry on my website. I'm never going to have my email go out to you automatically. It has to be approved and it has to be approved because I want to go in and add personal details to that template. That's going to take me five seconds because the majority of the email is already built out there. I'm not having to say the same thing and type it all up every time, but I'm just adding a personal note based on what you sent me and then I can send it off. So you can always tailor these. There are ways to go around automations in order to still save you a shit ton of time while still being personal. Approvals are the best way to do that. So one, email templates. Think of every question, every situation that you find yourself in within a client experience, whether that is before their booking, whether that is during the process, whether that is after, whatever it may be, write out what those situations and emails look like, then write an email template for it. Two, scheduling. Whether you are going to use something like Calendly or you're going to use something like Dubsado or HoneyBook, get a scheduler. I would pay for Dubsado literally for the scheduling alone because it has saved me 
hundreds of hours of going back and forth with people to figure out a time that works for both of us to hop on a 15 minute call. Do you know how much time you waste trying to find out a scheduling like time that works for everyone involved? It's so much time. I don't know how I can sound more intense about this, but please get a scheduler. It will change your life. I also feel like people love to complain about the like, ugh, people want to talk at 8 p.m. They want to have me go over my work hours. They want me to like do this, this, and this. I promise you, you're going to run into that issue so much less when you're sending them a scheduler and they're like, oh, dang, there's only times on these days and between these times available. She must not be available at any other time. Like we're going to make this work. Right. And obviously there are going to be exceptions. I've had people email me and they're like, hi, I'm an ER surgeon. Is there any way you could do another time? Of course I can. 1000%. But 99% of the time, people will make it work and it's going to make your life easier, their life easier. Everyone's having a a good time. Number two within your systems for your client experience, think of the questions or like the help that your clients often need. So again, let's talk from a wedding, um, wedding photographer perspective. Um, wedding planning and session guides are one of the best things that you will ever do for your systems and for your clients because you get to help them one they're twofold actually you get to help them before they even get to ask for help which is such an impressive thing as a client like you're like oh wow i was gonna ask about this and they're already on top of it sending me guides on how to do this i don't even have to ask them the questions they've already prepped for me and two it's gonna save you so much time it's literally gonna save you so much time another example of this right is we have coaching we have my agency amara um within both of those so like becoming the coaching program um you get sent a guide to like frequently asked questions, suggestions on what to ask me, how to use Marco Polo, a list of the resources and tools that I use within my business. So things like credit cards, things like, you know, what CRM I use, what um, schedulers I use, all of that good stuff. Those are all questions that I would get asked all the time. So we made a welcome guide so that I don't have to answer that question every time. They just get this guide. Or with Amara, my social media agency, um, we do a lot of website design. So when we're working with a web design client, one of the things that we send out is a timeline guide where it literally walks through like we're going to do this within this many days, then send it to you. Then you have this many days to send us this. And then this is when revisions are like we walk through date by date of what they can expect and when. So I never get a question on like, hey, how is it going on this timeline? Like, when can I expect this? They already know. I've already got been on top of it. And it also keeps both of us in line to not have to follow up with each other. So those are some examples of guides that you can create. And again, just really think to yourself, like, what are questions I'm dealing with a lot within my client process? What are problems I'm seeing? Like, are there problems that come up frequently or things that I need to help them with? How can I build that into either a guide or a resource or something that they easily have access to so that one, they feel helped before they even have the opportunity to know that they need help. And it also saves me and them time, right? This also looks like things like FAQ sections on your website. Seems simple, but it is in fact simple and you should add one. Um, we also want to add in automatic systems within platforms like Dubsado or HoneyBook. Again, our our coaching program, Becoming, has like I want to say now like over 50 steps in it. It's such a long and extensive workflow and 90% of it is automated. Because of this, I'm able to take like, let's say around 15 clients a year. Whereas if I didn't have automations, 
I honestly don't think I could take more than six. And that, that literally is half of my income just gone that I can now take on because of automations and because of my Dubsado. Okay. That's how powerful this is, which to give you context for becoming, that's like $75,000 that would have just been, well, no, 75, that's no, it would be over a hundred thousand dollars just gone because of not having automation. So let that be your little pitch to get automations going. The other things that you can do is have email templates for the post end, right? How are you asking for reviews? Are you reminding them how long their gallery will be up? Um, what the rules are about posting, what the rules are about tagging you, editing, all of that good stuff. Those are all things that you wanna have email templates for. So that looks, that's a little summary of our client systems. Another system that you should be having in your business is a very, very clear marketing system. And this is where we're going to go back to the beginning of the podcast episode where you wrote out how many jobs you need to book and at what cost in order to hit your income goal. So let me tell you why this is important. A big majority of our income is passive income and a big majority of our income is one-on-one -on -one coaching. However, when I'm selling coaching, I need to book again, let's go back to like the 15 number. I need to sign 15 clients a year, 15. That's it. That's not that many people, right? So I know like, okay, let's say I usually get, you know, one sale per week of posting about becoming. That means that, you know, I need to, well, no, it's usually more than that. Let's say like two to three every, let's say two every week. That means that at least like four weeks out of the year, five weeks out of the year, I need to be, I just did that math totally wrong. We're going to move past that, but I can do the math. Apparently I personally can't, but we could, if we wanted to do the math on how often I need to be talking about becoming in order to sign that. My passive income, however, my passive income, I can't just sell 12, right? Like my presets are $110. I sell 12 of those. That's $1,200. That's nothing. That's not even, that is like a third of my rent. Like that, that does nothing for me. Right. So it's important that I understand that like my passive income things, I need to have multiple channels pushing that. Um, I need to be posting about it often. That doesn't necessarily mean on Instagram, but like there needs to be a lot more avenues and resources for my passive income than there does my coaching because my coaching, I only need to convince 12 people that it's a good fit for them. Whereas my passive income, I need to convince hundreds of people, right? And so this is why I also will sit on my normal sized horse and preach all the time that followers don't matter. Because if you're a service provider, like a wedding vendor of any kind, a photographer, you don't need to sign 10,000 clients a month. Like you just literally don't. You need to sign like 20, maybe 30 a year. And so you need to sit down and be like, how can I connect with 30 people properly this year. And that's how you're going to go. That's the mindset shift that you need to make as you go into your marketing plan. Okay. So going back now to your list of everything that you do in your business, take away the section that has anything to do with marketing, like pull that out, put it on its own list. So I want you to look at where are things being repeated? How can we set up automations or like systems for that? And do we know what's next and what the structure is within our business? So for me, for example, we have a lot of different avenues. I have two team members. When it was just me, I would be running one short-term and one long-term tool. So to give you guidance on what that means, 
social media and marketing in general, they are either short-term or they're long-term. Short-term means that you can convert quickly, but the content has a short shelf life. Long-term means it might take a little bit longer to gain traction, but then it serves you in the long run. So short-term are things like Instagram and TikTok. Long-term are things like SEO, Pinterest, podcasts. Like those take a little bit longer to build up, but they serve you a really, really long time. Whereas like content only lasts, let's say maybe a week, maybe tops a month on Instagram and TikTok. They both have perks. They both have cons. Um, if it was just me on my team, I would probably be doing Instagram and SEO slash Pinterest. However, it's not. I have two girls, Jamie and Alina, my angel sweet babies that help me within my business. The business would not be possible without them. I would literally die. Um, so we're able to run a lot of things, right? So we do Instagram. We do an email list. We do podcast. Um, we kind of do YouTube. We, we do a lot of different things. We do Pinterest. We have a lot of systems kind of going on. But basically what we do is we we, we have a overhead of everything that needs to be done on each of these platforms. So Instagram, I show my face once a day. I post about my day. We post a review of some kind, either about me or the course that we're pushing each month so that every single day there's some sort of establishment of trust and authority. And if we're pushing something, we want to make sure that we share content about that course that week, at least, you know, every other day. So that's what things look like on Instagram. We want to blog once a month or once a week. This can look like sitting down and blogging out everything um, at the beginning of the month. We also do our marketing recaps monthly. Our email lists go out at the beginning of the week, usually about the podcast. The podcast gets done. And if you guys are new here, you may not have heard me talk about core content, but if you've been here a while, you know about core content. And core content is the core of our systems when it comes to marketing. What core content is, is creating one piece of content that then gets designated to all of your other channels. For us, it's the podcast. What you're listening to right now is me talking about systems within our business. We are recording this podcast episode in Loom. What's going to happen is Jamie is then going to clip it up. She's going to put it onto the podcast. We're going to SEO target within the podcast keywords. We're then going to take the transcript from Loom. We're going to put it into ChatGBT and we are going to build a blog post for it that is SEO optimized. I'm then going to ask ChatGPT to summarize that so I can put it in my email list. We then can use audio from this, writing from this, video from this, whatever it may be, and put it on Instagram for the week. That is how our systems work. So I'm able to create this one podcast episode. I'm going to sit down, right? I've been doing this for 35 minutes so far, 34 and 13 seconds. By the end of it, it'll probably be like 45 minutes. So it's going to take me 45 minutes. And then I have content for the rest of my channels, basically for the week and or month, right? So we have this piece of core content that is at the core of our marketing system where now we get to just bleed it into every other platform we have rather than me having to create unique content for every single platform that we offer. On top of that, we have a very clear list, right, of like, I need to post about a course either every other day or every day. Um, if I'm sharing something, so let's say right now, we're sharing SSS with you. We're pushing SSS. So right now I'm sharing reviews from SSS, results from SSS. I'm sharing graphics about SSS and that's going on about every day or every other day. However, when we open up something like becoming or VIP days, we're going to want to try to post about that every single day because those are the ones where we just like 
they're only for a short amount of time. We need to convert a higher ticket item to less people. And so I'm really going to have to establish a big relationship with trust in it because I'm asking you to invest a lot more. And so I want you to understand what I look like within that process, what you can expect results wise, what other people have to say, what's included, what we cover, all of that good stuff. So that is what the marketing systems look like. And we'll get into strategy on another day, or you can, you can look into strategy on our past podcast episodes, but this is an overhead of how to start using. I want you to just start with your marketing, your backend and your client systems today, because now you have a blueprint on how to get started with those. You have a blueprint on how to make things easier for your clients. You have a blueprint on how you need to be showing up on social media each day and how you can simplify the way that you produce and use that content. Those are the things that I want you to work on first. And again, make this into a to-do list and slowly start checking it off, right? It doesn't need to be all done in one day. You've got this. I promise. I want you to start here and keep, anytime you feel overwhelmed, look at that daily, weekly, monthly. That's it. And if you have finished your daily to-do list, you don't have any client deadlines tonight or tomorrow, you can be done. You can clock out. The world will continue spinning and your business will continue working. I promise. I know this was an episode where I came in hot and heavy, but I hope that it helped. I'm excited to see you build out your systems. Show me those client guides. Show me those FAQ sessions, sections. Wow. Show me those client automations. Slide into the DMs. You know, I always want to see. I will see you next week for another amazing episode on building your business into a CEO level. If you have any questions, always slide into our inbox. You know, I love to hear from you. And yeah, I love you guys. I mean it. Please leave us a review, subscribe, share on your stories, all of that good stuff. And I will see you next time.